0: Mill, yummy mummy, geriatric mum. How the f- did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace, and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sawnips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff find me on instagram and facebook at adventures of a geriatric mum something has brought you here today and i think it's because we're on the same vibration station thank you so much for having a listen i really hope you enjoy it Okay, I cannot tell you how long it has taken me to finally sit down and do this podcast. This has been months, nearly a year or so in the making of me thinking, do you know what, I'm going to launch a podcast. And friends telling me, oh, have you not launched a podcast yet? Why are you not doing a podcast? And um, yeah, loads and loads of reasons. I've made up loads of excuses why not to do it. And then there was a tipping point a couple of weeks ago, which I'll elaborate on in just a bit more, that made me think, do you know what? I've got to sit my ass down and just do this. I am so excited. In fact, it's a whole mix of emotions, to be honest with you. But yeah, excited is definitely one of them. It's, um, I'm not going to lie. I've been sat here probably for about two days now. Um, I've cried my eyes out. No, seriously, no shit. I've cried my eyes out. I've laughed my tits off. I think the dogs were looking at me. I've got two Jack Russells. They were looking at me like, Oh my God. What's happened to this bitch? having a breakdown. <laughs> like, get out of the house. Um, and yeah, it has been, uh, yes. It it's, I knew it was going to be a challenge, uh, because emotionally for me, listen, bear with me. I will tell you all in just a minute. Okay. Um, but it's, it's actually such a fucking good feeling. It is such a good feeling to be sat behind this mic, having a chat and finally doing a podcast, which I've been thinking about for such a long time. So firstly, welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. My name is Sally Wallace and I am your host for this new shiny podcast, which is gives me so much gratitude to actually finally be doing it um there's there's a load of reasons why I didn't do it sooner I could make up excuses to be honest with you but actually when I came to sit and think about it and ask myself the question instead of you know oh I haven't got time I haven't got time I asked myself do I really want to do it and yeah of course the answer was yeah of course I fucking do absolutely but there was a tipping point a few weeks ago and um okay I'm 43 years old and I have never been to see a psychic ever I've always been really interested in them uh, and I've always thought, oh, I'd love to go. But I I suppose I've always been shitting my pants, really, in case I heard something that I really didn't want to hear. So it was a bit, uh, I don't know, I just decided not to go then. So it was in case I hear something I don't want to hear, I'd rather just not hear it. One of those things. So I never went to see one. But because we're living in this really crazy world at the moment and my circumstances have changed dramatically in the past few years, something's been really driving me to go and see one and I'm a big believer in going with your gut feeling, right? So I thought, do you know what, sod it, I'm going to go and see one, but I want to do my research first and go to somebody who comes really well-recommended which is what I did do. So I was asking at the hairdresser like you do. In fact, there's a lady who um, I went to see and I had dermaplaning because holy shit, when you get older, you don't have get some bum fluff on your face. So I went and had all of that done. And she was telling me about this woman. Then the hairdresser was telling me about this woman. And I thought, right, I've got to go. So I ended up going to this beautiful little lady in the village next to me, sat in this little room. It was so nice. She had a little, you know, the Himalayan salt lamps. Have you got one of those? Oh, they're fabulous. Oh, they give off such a good energy. They're just so lovely. And if you've got one now you're probably sat there going oh yes I get you Sally I get you oh I love it I love it and so she's got two of them in this room and I've bought one recently and shoved it in the bedroom upstairs but you've got to be careful what sort of glow you get especially if you live on a main road you might get a knock on the door hello love how much just be (laughs) just be careful you might get a few unwanted visitors this isn't Amsterdam my dear um But yeah, anyway, she uh, we sat in this little room and she's got a Himalayan salt lamp uh, lamps on and there's the smell of incense, which is just fabulous. And so I'm feeling very relaxed and very chilled. And then she started talking about my energy. And she was like, oh, you've got a fabulous energy, Sally. You're giving off such a good vibe. And she's making me feel really special. And, you know, I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah, it feels great. Thank you. And um, I'd said to myself before I went in, right, say less. Don't say anything, Sally. Sort of like, just keep your mouth shut and see what she says. So I was very quiet while I was sat there. And then she said to me, oh, you talk a lot, don't you? And I sort of went, well, not today. But yeah, I have been known to. And she went, mm, yeah, you talk a hell of a lot, Sally. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I uh, I, can do. Yes, I, I enjoy conversation. And then she said to me, somebody's saying to me, wireless, wireless. I'm hearing the word wireless. Do you know somebody on the radio, Sally? Or do you know, do you know somebody on the television? Or have you ever heard of somebody? Um, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that you know someone on the radio or have you been on the radio? And I'm not joking. I just sat there and my mouth dropped. And my reply was, yeah, it's me. I was a radio presenter for 14 years. And she said, that's it. That's it. You're not going to go back into the radio, but you've got a microphone, haven't you, at home? And I'm not joking shit my pants <laughs> and I was like what the fuck is she living in my house um I, I said yeah yeah I bought it about uh, like nine months ago yes it's in a cupboard isn't it and I'm it is in a it's in a cupboard it's actually now it was in a drawer for a bit and then I moved it because I thought oh I don't want my husband to see it and then say what the fuck is this what are you getting back into and I thought. Yeah, it is. she said, yeah, you need to get that microphone out. Now, I'm not very familiar with technology, but you need to talk into that microphone and you're going to post it on the internet. And I'm honestly a shit you not. It was like the weirdest sensation ever because I said to her, yeah, I really want to do a podcast. Yes, you're meant to do a podcast. Is that what that is? Yes, that's what you've got to do. You need to do your podcast. And then there was a whole other conversation that came with it after that. But that was the tipping point that made me think, Okay, what am I doing? Why have I not done this sooner? Because I love the microphone. I have had a love affair with the microphone for absolutely years and years and years. And I thought, Do you know what? I'm going to go and get that bad girl out of the box and just go for it. It was one of the best experiences of my life, going to see the psychic, honestly. And I've been, it's funny, isn't it? It's all about timing. I think if I'd gone to see her any sooner, it wouldn't have been right. Um, and i would never been seeing one in all those years. But yeah, I loved every minute of it. And plus, when I was leaving as well, she... Hang on, let me, let me show you this. Let me show you this, as if. <laughs> she gave me some crystals as well to stick in my bra. So if you can hear this... Yeah, that's just my crystals rubbing up against my left tit at the moment. <laughs> strange but they work and make me feel very special at the same time as well so yeah I was a radio presenter for 14 years and then around oh god five six years ago uh, my career came to a very abrupt end it's not something that I wanted to do I didn't want to leave the company that I was working for but these things happen and I didn't get my contract renewed so basically I was canned Um, and at the time I was just heartbroken like completely devastated I dedicated 14 years to this career of god I moved everywhere around the UK I would I would go wherever the gig was basically so I lived in Bristol for a bit I lived in Newcastle upon Tyne for like 3 years moved to Manchester I had a really big show in Manchester for 8 years which was just superb and then like I said it all came to an end and at the time I felt like I'd lost my arm I was like what I, I couldn't get over it I was very numb and if you've lost a job that you love so much and you've worked for so hard you you do just go into a bit of shock and that's exactly what I was in, I was just completely shocked and kept you go through a phase of feeling quite worthless because you thought you think, Oh, what the fuck else can I do? This is all I've done all my life. I've dedicated everything. I've put having kids I've having kids on hold. H- getting married, I've put it all on hold because I've dedicated everything to this career. And for a while I was having a golden carrot like dangled in front of me as well, you know, with ooh, more options over here. Come on, you know, stick with us and actually on reflection it was just yeah, it wasn't meant to be. Um And like I said, at the time, it was, it it was, it had a lot of heart hurt. But now on reflection, it was 100% the best thing that ever happened to me. Absolutely. Because at the time I was trying for kids. Uh, We got married in 2014 and we started trying for a baby straight away and nothing was happening. And then, you know, on reflection now, I would never have had Roman if I'd stayed in that environment because I didn't realise just how unhappy I was even though I loved that job as a radio presenter, like I honestly loved it. And like I said, I have a love affair with a microphone. I was just so unhappy, so, so unhappy. And towards the end, I think I'd become somebody that I didn't really recognize. I was talking about the stuff that I thought, oh God, this has got no, this is just not me at all. I'm just not even relatable anymore. And that was the whole point where I got into radio was because. I like to relate to people. I like to have a conversation. I like to sort of do daily observations, but put a little bit of a twist on things and just talk about the simple things in life and just and just make them a little bit more special because let's be honest, life really isn't that exciting unless you make it, to be honest. It's almost like if you're just going to sit there waiting for shit to happen, well, enjoy your seat and make sure that you don't get a bum sore because (laughs) you're going to be sat there for a while. You've got to get off your ass and you've got to go and get it, which is really why I'm sat here on the, I'm actually sat in my living room floor. This is so nice. My We've got so much to tell you, Sat on my living room floor, and I've got one Jack Russell in the corner. He's actually behaving. They're both pensioners, my dogs. They are hilarious. If you are a dog owner or a pet, no, Milo, sit down. I'm not talking about you now. Don't come over to see me, because when he comes over to see me, you'll just get this like, or he makes a noise like a pig, like, and it won't be very sexy. So. Yeah. Oh my God. Where was I? I digress. I, uh, yeah, I'm sat in my living room floor and I've got one old little pensioner, hairy Jack Russell in the corner and the baby's asleep upstairs in bed. And I thought, you know what? There's no better time than just to crack on with this and really go for it. So I am super excited to be here today to finally launch my podcast. Um, so what you're going to expect from adventures of a geriatric mum and why have I called it that as well? Well, I guess because I am a geriatric mum, I'm a geriatric parent. Funny though, isn't it, that my husband doesn't get called a geriatric dad, and that's the one thing that I've always found a little bit. What the fuck? So I'm basically the old bitch mother. It's not even like I get called like Stifler's mum or MILF. It's not like you're walking into the, you know, when you go for your scan, it's like a Sally Wallace, geriatric mum. I would Sally Wallace, Stifler's mum. Oh yeah, that'll be me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's fit. <laughs> But yeah, it was, uh, I was labelled as a geriatric mum, but it really bugged me that he, he's only a couple of years younger than me, but he wasn't labelled as a geriatric dad. And this whole thing, geriatric parent or geriatric mum, has been around for absolutely years. So when my mum had me, I'm a 1978 baby, um, my mum was 31 and she was called a geriatric mum then and then she had my sister 2 years later she was 33 oh my god they must have thought that she was elderly i think they tried to give her a Zimmer frame to walk stuff back from the maternity suite with it was just ridiculous absolutely ridiculous don't get me wrong, it's not going to be all, oh, sore nipples and, oh, I tell you what, somebody's parked in the mother and baby space. Ugh, even though that does piss me off. And I find myself becoming Cagney and Lacey of the car seat world. When I see a car in the mother and baby space and I'm looking for the car seat like that, that bastard's not got one in there. I'm waiting here for him to come back and have a word. Have you ever done that? What is that all about? God, it's like a weird side to me since I've become a parent. Anyway. It literally is just the lighthearted side of things. And I suppose it's a label that I was given whilst trying for Roman. And I've just kind of embraced it, to be honest with you. Instead of seeing it as, oh, I can't believe they've called me that. I just thought, ah, do you know what? Fuck it. I am so proud to be a geriatric mum. Like, honestly, it took me a long time to have my little boy because I had to go through IVF. Um And that in itself is, oh my God, I mean, God, I could literally do about a year's worth of podcasting on IVF, ICSI, infertility, AMH, everything that I've gone through to be able to get Roman. It took me, oh, that's my little boy, by the way, Roman. He's two and a half now and he's just the best. He is the best thing I've ever done. my husband and I can look at him and just start crying which I I know and if you're a parent you're probably thinking I'm the same I'm the same if you're not a parent and you've got a pet you're probably the bloody same because I had the dogs my god honey's nearly 13 now and I could look at honey and just start crying I'm just so proud of her she's just awesome I got oh I'm gonna literally just go off at a tangent now i got honey from the back streets of salford right and i ended up paying the guy to take honey but i feel like i rescued her <laughs> i felt like i'd rescued her and he was so, like yeah yeah, she's just a miniature jack russell she's dead tiny she's a miniature jack russell and i thought oh i, lo- I love jack russells anyway um and i said yeah that's exactly what i want no she's not she's half staff mm-hmm. <laughs> staff for terrier and jack russell <laughs> But do you know what? She is the most loving. And I think staffs get a really bad reputation. She's the most loving and caring dog. And the older she's got, holy shit, she is a grumpy bitch. She is. She really is. She's as bossy as hell. But my God, I love her. She's still feisty as ever. And I'm so grateful that she's here at 13. But yeah, like I said, I could literally just look at her and just cry because she's just wonderful. So being a geriatric parent I think it's something that I've decided to embrace because obviously my husband's just class and it's weird because when my husband holds the baby it's like oh look look at that look at that there's a there's a dad there with his son if I'm holding our son it's just a mum there she is oh look at that geriatric mum this is the crazy thing right I'm 43. I am fitter and healthier now at this age than what I was when I was 23. So when I was 23, I could, oh my God, I could go out three, four nights in a row, just get absolutely pissed. didn't ever do drugs. That was never my thing. I didn't need to, to be honest, but I could go out and just get pissed. And I smoked like a chimney. So I used to smoke so much. I was one of those people that would go out with a packet of 20 fags and then in my bra, oh, I was so classy. And then I'd, 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 um, my God, do they still have those fag machines in nightclubs? They probably don't. Where you used to have to stick like about a hundred pound coins in it, and when you've had a few, you just be like, "Where the fuck's my change gone?" And you try to put your pound coins in, and you would get about six fags in one packet. <laughs> 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 like, well, so fucking mad, that. And then on the way home. I used to get the taxi driver to stop at the garage just so I could get another packet of fags so that by the time I got home, I could have a fag in bed before sleep. (laughs) So tacky. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. So as you can see, I am a lot healthier now. I'm an oat milk kind of peloton bloody healthy eating woman. And that's how I roll. But back then it was a totally different kettle of fish, cheesy chips, gravy packet of fags in bed. Hello. Thank you. Okay, so from here onwards then, I'm hoping to post, no, 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 I'm not going to say, I'm going to say I am going, I am going to post once a week. That's what my goal is, I'm going to post once a week so you'll get a good podcast from me once a week. But what I'm hoping, no, no, no just stop fucking saying hoping, I'm either going to do it or not. Look at me, I'm arguing with myself on the microphone, I love it. <laughs> Enjoying yourself, Sally, I'm having a fabulous time. <laughs> right. I'm going to post once a week. And then when I get used to it, because this is like a whole fucking learning curve for me and I get a bit of momentum, I might chuck another one in. I don't know what day I'm going to post at the moment. So it could be a Tuesday or a Thursday. I know that's really unprofessional, but you just have to bear with me whilst I get my head around this whole podcasting thing. And also, I've just got a lot of stuff going on. I've just started a new job as well recently. Um in the car trade, which, but you know, I should have mentioned that before. When I left the radio, I went into the automotive industry and um, I was a car saleswoman and I love it. I absolutely love it. I love cars anyway. I've always had a thing for cars. I'm, I wouldn't describe myself as a petrol head um but I would I don't know I don't know I, I don't know why but whenever I say think of petrol head and women I just I don't see myself it's not the sort of like a vision I have of myself I just a woman who likes cars and has got quite good knowledge about a lot of cars and I've bought a lot of cars as well so I actually just went into a dealership and just said I think it's an idea that you give me a job and it's exactly what I did what a laugh though honestly I just I could do podcasts just on cars themselves, but not from like a mechanical perspective, just working in the automotive industry um and just experiences and, you know, uh, just everything to do with and uh, that whole process that you go through. Because as a woman going into a dealership, you do get treated differently, 100%. And that's really, I think, why I decided to work in the automotive industry. Most of my um, my customers were female. Holy shit, I've gone totally off at an angle here. But anyway, that's what I'm doing at the moment. I've gone back into the car trade. Um, and I'm focusing on my podcast. So what my intention is to, to, is to do... <laughs> I can't get the words there do you remember Popeye and and do you remember Popeye and Olive and she used to have a friend called Alice and she's going that's what I just felt like what was she called she called something like Alice the Goon and she's going (laughs) yeah that's me So I suppose what I'm trying to say is that I shall be posting a podcast once a week. But make sure that you reach out to me on social media. I, I, do you know what? I, this is an expression that I've never used in my life. Reach out. Reach out to me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I've never said that ever. You never say that. You, I, don't, I wouldn't say that to somebody in the street. Hey, it's good to meet you. Why don't you reach out to me on Instagram? What the no? I'd rather not, thanks. What the fuck? Reach out. Reach round. What does that mean? <laughs> Nobody uses that, do they? What do you say? Can I connect with you? Why don't we connect on social media? That doesn't even sound right either. What do you say to mates? You say things like, um, can I follow you? Can I follow you on social? No, I, I wouldn't even say that. Oh, fucking hell, I don't know. Well, you can find me anyway. Um, Instagram, it is at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. And then Facebook, it is, I think it's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I've tried to change my Sally Wallace page to at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I don't know if I've done it successfully at the moment or not. I probably need to go and check that one before I start to harp on about it excitedly. woo um, But I think the URL is at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum anyway. So hopefully you'll be able to find it. But you can definitely find me on Instagram. Reach out. <laughs> reach around. <laughs> Do you know what? I think that reach around is actually some sort of sexual... <laughs> this is not the sort of show I wanted to launch. Ha ha ha! right that is enough for today thank you so much for taking a listen honestly I cannot tell you how grateful I am it has taken me such a long time to get to this point where I'm sat in front of my microphone doing my first ever podcast and recording it and yeah it's I'm I'm, 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 there's a whole mix of emotions I'm overwhelmed I'm I'm really proud of myself to be honest with you don't don't get me wrong I will probably record this and won't post it for six fucking weeks (laughs) probably out of day by the time you listen to this <laughs> by the time you listen to this we'll have flying cars uh, no I'm not going to do that I'm not going to do that I am I am going to post it I am going to post it because honestly I have recorded deleted recorded deleted so much of this podcast and I just need to get a grip and just post it but you know what? Now I'm here, I'm not going to lie. I'm absolutely loving this. Like, literally, I'm buzzing my little, well, they're not little. Actually, I've got rather large sort of post breastfed tits. So <laughs> I'm buzzing them off. I'll tell you what, if they could go down a little bit, that would be just bloody fabulous, to be fair. But I've had, I've literally had this microphone sat in my cupboard for nearly a year and I've been procrastinating on this for maybe a couple of years. And what's even crazier, is where the microphone's been sat, right? It's been sat in a cupboard, which is behind the kitchen door. So it's not really like a cupboard that you use all the time. It's, um, it's actually the posh crockery cupboard. So, uh, yeah, everybody has one. I don't care. You're lying if you if you haven't. Everyone has those nice serving dishes that you get out on a special occasion, or like at Christmas, like where your Christmas crockery goes, and that's where your napkins are as well. And then you go, oh, go on, get out the big dishes, and then you can put all your veg in them. Do you know? Like I mean, that's where most big serving dishes go. So in there as well is the gravy boat. But what you tend to do is pull the gravy boat out, isn't it, when you do a Sunday lunch? So where the microphone is is where the gravy boat is. So every sort of few Sundays, I'm going to the cupboard and I'm. In the cupboard and it's almost like the drums from Jumanji. It's like... <laughs> Every time I open the freaking cupboard, <laughs> I'm looking at it and <laughs> shitting my pants. <laughs> don't get me wrong, if I'd opened it and found the rock, clearly it would have been delightful, but <laughs> don't tell my husband that. No, but seriously, it's it's been... It has been one of these weird sort of situations where I know the microphone's been there. I've just avoided it. But the drums from Jumanji have been going over and over and over and over again in my head. And actually, I'm really grateful for those, to be honest with you. And I have to say thank you to my friends. I am so lucky to have the friends that I have, um, but I've chosen them really wisely, my friends, Um and that's only after years and years and years of making mistakes, but actually not really mistakes because the people that come into your life, I'm a big believer they come into your life for a reason and they go for a reason as well. But the friends that I have at the moment in my life um, uh, are all so different and they're all from different parts of the world, which is wonderful. I'm really, um I only keep a very small group of friends. You know who you are. And my friends, uh, like my true friends, are the ones that can kick my ass and give me a cuddle at the same time. So it's a bit like a kiss and cuddle, but not really. But not aggressive, not aggressive, because that doesn't work with me. So it's not like, have done that fucking podcast yet? No, I don't have mates like that. I've got mates that will say things that are smart, and they'll say things like, do you know what? I was on, I was on um, Spotify the other day, and I'm, I've not seen your podcast yet, mate. <laughs> and it would make me think, yeah, I've not done it just yet. So yeah, good friends, friends that actually give a shit. So when they actually do say something to you and they are kicking your ass and giving you a cuddle at the same time, you know, for a fact, they're doing it with love and it's coming from the heart. I suppose it's a bit like your grandma and your mum. So your grandma can say certain things that your mum can't say. Um, For example, if you've put on a bit of weight recently, your grandma can say to you, oh, I tell you what, you've packed on the pounds, haven't you? Look how much you filled out that top. And you'll think and say, oh, do you know what, grandma, I've been overeating. Yeah, I probably need to curb it a bit. I'm looking like a bit of a fat bitch. But if your mum said to you, oh, bloody hell, you've gone huge, you'd say something like, what are you saying, mum? You're saying I'm a fat bitch. <laughs> so it's almost like <laughs> grandma gets a free pass. Um, so I have actually just described my friends as my grandma. Well, that's not a bad thing because my grandma lived till she was 96 years old and she was an absolute legend. So I'd probably take that as a bit of a compliment, to be fair. Right, I will be back next week. I can assure you of that. Thank you so much for coming and having a listen today. I cannot thank you enough. I really do appreciate it. And I hope that you'll come back and listen again and again and again, because this is only just the start of it. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring, and you and I are best friends now.